everybody, it's your old friend John DeLuna with another RFC minicast joining me this week. Um, the illustrious Melvar, how are you, sir? I'm pretty good. Hey, Melvar. Sir. Um, I hear that you got some magical presents in the uh, in the mail in the last couple of weeks. Now, at the time of this recording, this is still fresh. Melvar, that was? That was the, finally, wave two of... The Combiner Wars Deluxes. Yes. So now we have not one but two um, complete teams to talk about. So let's dive into it, Melvar. Let's. Um, what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about Superion or Minosaur? What are you feeling? Let's talk about Superion first. Okay, let's do it. Because um, I think going in, everybody like immediately kind of fell in love with Silver Bolt. So he was kind of certainly the most anticipated of the two or the more anticipated of the two. Uh, Melvar, what are your thoughts on, well, since we only got like one aerial bot in this wave, it was kind of completed with air raid. First of all, I guess, what do you think of air raid? And then, um, and then let's get into Spirion. I, I like air raid a lot. Actually. He's, I mean, he's a lot like the other aerial bots naturally that's to be expected, but, uh, I like the other aerial bots. So, so he's, um, He's nice. I like the actual. I, I didn't really like uh, pay attention closely to the images or, or kind of like study him up <clears throat> before I got him. I like him. I think he looks pretty sharp. I do like the uh, the movable wings. That's a nice touch that the other ones don't don't have. So it's some play value yeah. in his jet mode. Absolutely. Just be honest here. I, I don't like these things for their jet modes. You know, I, I like right. them for the robot modes and combiner. Indeed. What do you think of his robot mode? I mean, it's <clears throat> he's basically the uh, uh, an aerial bot again, but I mean, uh, he's pretty solid in robot mode, don't you think? Absolutely. They're very action figurey. I think all four of them, mm-hmm. uh, and I like it a lot. Okay, so now that he's complete, um, what are your uh, your impressions of Superion? Uh, he is definitely my favorite of the two. His lead on Minnesota is not as wide as I expected, but maybe we'll get we'll get to that when we get to Superion. Um, yeah. no, when we get to Minnesota, I would say <clears throat> with Superion, what do you think of the new kind of locking mechanism that they've designed for these combiners? I think it works really well. I mean, a lot better than I expected it to. For for as easily as they go together and come apart, they they hold together surprisingly well. Now, what about? Um, what about Superion as far as like <clears throat> the integration of uh, Alpha Bravo? Does it? <clears throat> do you prefer him as a leg or an arm? And do you think? Yes, yes, he's a helicopter. Do you think he integrates pretty pretty smoothly into the team? That's kind of a, a tough one to answer because I I am waiting on on the slingshot repaint myself. Like I I, I have to have that. I, I want my original team, but I like Alpha Bravo. Do you I think he very works, much like Alpha Bravo? Do you think he works better as a? As an arm or a leg, what what have you got him in? He is the left arm right now. That's what I've got too. I think it's basically <clears throat> kind of the blades configuration. Probably, I like him. I, I definitely like him a lot better as an arm than a leg. And yes. um, I'm kind of with you. Once once Wild Rider and Slingshot come out, those guys will probably end up being limbs. And but the new guys, I do like both of the new guys. And as do I. And I think they'll look good as kind of like a fifth member just kind of hanging out. So it, it, it's not <clears> – <throat> I, I don't have to love one and hate the other. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean I'm, I'm not throwing these things away or selling them whenever I get my Slingshot and Wild Rider. They are staying on my shelf. They are not going very far. And I mean plus I'll have a Cyclonus that's going to need some limbs. So Yes, 
yes, he could hypnotize uh, Alpha Bravo and Off Road for sure. What shape are your Superion's antenna in? They are slightly sloped back, but I mean, not enough to actually bother me. Did you have to go in and like do the uh, the fix that uh, Diecast showed everybody on YouTube? I, I have not messed with it at all. It it seems to have settled forward on its own a little bit over time. That's pretty cool. Um, I had to. I definitely had to go in. And if anybody's asking or wondering what we're talking about, um, on some Superions, I think mine was probably one of them. Um, the the tolerances on the antenna were probably calculated before they put the gold paint on. And so when the gold paint was kind of layered onto that very, very soft, soft plastic, yeah. very soft. Yeah. It's uh, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I think it's probably a more accurate way to describe it. When, when the, once the paint was kind of layered on the tolerances were kind of thrown off. And so in some, in some cases the antenna don't sit up perfectly straight or even anywhere close to perfectly straight. They're always, they're constantly sloped back. Add to that. Some of them, have a uh, uh, pretty bad warping as far as like being kind of curved back. So it looks like he's in a wind tunnel. And um, mine is probably on the moderate um, part of the spectrum as far as being warped. So I did do diecast fix. And if you're wondering, just so real quick, so what the fix is, basically you unscrew Superion, the back of Superion's head. comes off pretty easily. There's only one screw that you have to unscrew. Uh, take, the pl- uh, take the rubber antenna out scrape off the paint uh, on the inside where where the antenna kind of nestles into its channels and if you just scrape off the paint to reveal the black soft uh, rubber underneath close them back up it should um, alleviate that kind of sloped back look to the antenna they should sit up pretty straight once you make that uh, that quick little fix so hey melvar any um, any last thoughts on superion himself uh I am just surprised with how poseable he is in combiner mode. I mean, it's it's astounding, really. He really is. And um, oh, actually, that brings up a, a point. What do you think of what do you think of the somewhat controversial hands and feet for the uh, super robots? You know, I'm fine with them. I mean, the the hands are are kind of on the big side, but it doesn't bother me that much. I mean, the feet actually don't look as bad on the aerial bots as they do on the stunicons because the uh the jets fold into uh a little slimmer appendages yeah and they, and they kind of have uh, for better or worse you have that more uniform look with the jets mm-hmm. for sure um just overall yeah i agree with you i'm not nearly as bothered by the uh by the hands and feet now that they're kind of in place i will say it's it is kind of noticeable much more noticeable when their feet that yeah, I can see where some people may have a problem with just the size of the feet themselves, but the hands, I have no complaint about the hands at all. Okay, so let's move on to the, I would say the one that, um, I don't know, I would call him love and hate, love or hate, but I don't know how many Polarizing. people. Polarizing. Yes, because I don't know how many people loved him going in. Okay, so Minasaur, this is the wave where we got three of the four limbs. Um, we had Off-Road, Breakdown, and uh, Dead End. Dead End. Of course, Off-Road is a completely new character and kind of like he didn't get nearly as much hate as Alpha Bravo, probably because Alpha Bravo was like first. Um, but uh, but he is the not wild rider. Melvar, what do you think of the three Stunicons kind of separately, the three deluxes that we got in this wave? Well, Dead End is my favorite right right off the bat. I mean, he looks great in robot mode. He looks great in car mode. He doesn't roll very well, but I mean, he, he looks fantastic. Breakdown... Um, 
is pretty blocky and his arms are on the thin side. It, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but I, I, I do like him. It has grown on me. Uh, Wild Rider has, oh, sorry, Wild Rider. Off-Road has some uh, uh, posability issues with his arms, but I mean, you know, no, nothing I can't get past. Yeah, I uh, I actually like Off-Road quite a bit, actually more than XV and XV's review on uh, tformers.com. He was pretty pretty scathing. Yeah, I, I like Off-Road. Yeah, not perfect, not perfect, but yeah, I like him. And I actually like the idea of a truck in the Stunticon group. I actually like that they're they're not all like race cars or street cars. And I think it kind of makes sense that you've got this kind of rough and tumble truck in the mix. I like it. So, Minasaur. Let's talk about Minasaur. Now, Minasaur, based on um, really all the picks that we've seen, I don't think any of them were quite flattering uh, to him. Now that we have him assembled, is he... Better, worse, about what you expected? What 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 are your impressions versus your expectations on Minnesota? He is better than I expected, absolutely. Uh I chose not to go with the uh official combination. I, I've gone with the uh the fan fan configuration where uh he's his legs are straight up and down. And I gotta tell you, it that alone is in in my opinion far improves the look of the figure. Yeah, I definitely agree. I've got the same kind of configuration. Hey, what do you have? Do you have um, Blackjack? And if so, uh, did you go with the official way that they've kind of hooked him onto the chest, or did you do the alternate way where he's kind of like splayed out on the chest? Uh, He's in there in the official configuration right now. How does he hold for you uh, in that chest mode? As long as he's standing there in a static pose, he's fine. But, I mean, as soon as you as soon as you touch him, he's going to fall off. Unfortunately, as everybody knows probably by now, <clears throat> really the main reason for that is the, the hole that one of the pegs go in. So uh, Motormaster has pegs, and Blackjack has the holes for the pegs. One of those holes is basically split between his two legs. Uh, so it's not a very good hole. Uh, but I've, I've actually noticed that neither hole holds on oh, very really? well at all. Yeah. Wow. That's a bummer. Hey, what do you think of – I've asked XV this in a past minicast – do you have any theory at all or any idea? Can you think of any reason why Blackjack's uh, axe is not the handle for Minasaur's sword? Yeah, I have no theories on <laughs> on why. it. Just sitting here looking at it, it looks like it would be perfect for it. It looks like, it, it looks like that is the only reason it exists, too, because it doesn't yeah. look like an axe at all. I mean, it it breaks up the moderately the fact that it's just a car plugged on his chest sideways, but it makes no sense. It's a mystery. No, it, it, it does not look like an axe. It looks like a sword handle, and it's def- it's definitely a bicon question. That's for sure. Uh, at some point for the panel, um, now I personally have blackjack um, kind of splayed out in the alternate kind of fan invented chest mode. And so, if anybody's wondering what that is, if you haven't seen it, basically what it is is you take. You take Blackjack's car mode and you turn it vertical um, or perpendicular to the ground. So his um, so he's facing the ground, his hood's facing the ground. <clears throat> Basically what you do is you split, you split the back end of the car um, and kind of make him do the splits, the robot do the splits with the rear tires, both of them facing out. And you attach him to Motormaster by using the hands, Blackjack's robot hands. And Blackjack's robot hands actually grip really tightly 
the two pegs that are on Motormaster's chest. And uh, when you do that, when you lock him in, essentially what you get is you get you get the three-fourths of Blackjack's car kind of going up and down. Uh, and one cool side effect of that is the Decepticon symbol on uh, Blackjack's hood is now facing correctly. Um, and the two back, uh, the, his two robot legs, since they've been split out and uh, turned so the rear tires are both facing out, um, you get kind of these two tires on Minnesota's chest. You get kind of an up and down, um, again, blackjack with a properly oriented Septicon symbol. And it's not um, just a car on his chest. So that's kind of a cool alt mode that you can look up. You said uh, that you attached him with the uh, the the robot hands. Yes. Um, I know people have done that with the jet modes and like uh, Thundercracker and mm-hmm. Starscream and whatnot. And mm-hmm. uh, those have actually... They're, they've seen some stress marks form with the hands. Does that happen with Blackjack? I haven't noticed any stress marks yet. Um, and it wasn't like dangerously tight when I, when I, uh, <clears throat> when I put him in there. So now the, for all I know, there may be stress marks like kind of like underneath, you know what I mean? Like on the other side of his fists that I can't yeah. see right now. But uh, nothing that has shown up where I could see like on the backside or, or like completely all around his fists. So, so far so good on that. Okay. So, Melvar, you, we uh, talked about kind of saving our pennies for Slingshot and Wild Rider. Uh, when it comes to Minasaur, how do you think Off-Road himself kind of integrates into Minasaur? Is it, uh, is it still the same story for you with uh, Superion? Or are you still basically kind of biding your time until Wild Rider shows up? I am biding my time until Wild Rider shows up. I do think Off-Road makes a nice leg. Very much so. But it's just, you know, I've been waiting for these toys pretty much since... Uh, the first classics line came out. I've been waiting for new combine, new and updated combiners. So, yeah, I'm I'm biding my time for Wild Rider. I don't blame you. I mean, and I think they look they look pretty good. I mean, they look uh, they're clearly kind of like uh, just recolors of existing team members, but that's okay. That's kind of mm-hmm. what Slingshot and Wild Rider kind of always were. At you know, in spirit, they were just another. They were very similar to existing team members. So let's talk about the future because uh, Melvar, you and I have talked. Uh, I think kind of like off off the record, so to speak, about future minicasts. Well, we both wanted to talk really badly about the Protectobots when we Very had badly, yes. yes, when we had stuff to talk about. And I think as the, at the time of this recording, we definitely have something to talk about because we're starting to get lots of in hand pictures of the Protectobots. So, what do you think? I love them. Um, I there was a gallery that went up on tformers.com today of uh hotshot uh mm-hmm. many or hotspot rather hotspot uh, a lot of pictures just showing off the incredible amounts of poses you can get out of this out of this voyager figure it looks astounding uh i am very impatiently biding my time you know for these to come out uh first aid robot mode looks looks great uh, Streetwise is very heavily tooled off, uh, retooled off Dead End, which I've already stated that I love that Dead End figure. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to these. I think they look great too. I, I totally, totally agree. And um, Hotspot really is like amazingly better than he has to be. That is for yes. sure. And yes. and the, I guess the cherry on top is knowing that we're going to get probably, a, well, definitely a heavily retooled version of him as Onslaught. Yes, which is very cool. I think um, I think I've got like almost like no 
no complaints, no cr- no critiques based on like the pictures we've seen of the protective bots. It makes me really excited. And and I love Rook so far. Yeah, he's uh, he's cool and he's different. He looks uh, he looks gigantic too for a deluxe. Yeah. Um, do we have any idea what he's gonna? I guess, well, I guess he's gonna be a Combaticon, right? Yeah, I'm thinking the uh, Combaticons are gonna end up with a new team member too, retooled off of Rook. Yeah, and um, surely we'll get a new mold or two probably in the Combaticons that will have life later on, I would think. I mean, don't you think that makes sense? Like, at that point, we're going to have to look at some new molds for the Deluxes. Oh, I've got, you know, ideas that I want to see for Combiners, absolutely. Because, I mean, how many times has the original Bruticus been repainted? For sure. And renamed? I mean, we, we can get we can get remolds out of it. Absolutely. <laughs> we can absolutely. get repaints. Yeah, are there any, like, I, I guess other than the obvious, like, kind of G2 Bruticus, or actually, I guess maybe beyond the obvious G2 repaint for basically everybody. Yeah. Are there any uh, recolors, or wacky or otherwise, that you're kind of, like, wishing that we'll get at some point in Combiner Wars? If we're getting Defensor and a Bruticus, I want a Battle Gaia and a Guard City. Oh, nice. That sounds like a BotCon for sure, at least, right? Oh, see, you know, that that's what I'm thinking. If FunPub really wants my money, they could do one as a BotCon set and the other as a subscription service Very in clever. the same year. Yes, like double that down. That would be outstanding. Absolutely. Do you think, uh, talking about BotCon, do you think BotCon is a place where, I'm going to say probably certainly next year, uh, Combiner Wars are probably on the table. Um, do you think it would be overkill to have two combiner teams in the same year at the same botcon as as show exclusive slash box sets do you think that's too much do you think they should space it out i don't think i don't think fun pub would do that to themselves i think i think they would uh space this out because i mean they know people are going to want these sets they know it's going to be it's going to be a draw to buy the to buy the primus package or whatever to to get your uh to get your figure set so yeah i think they'll space it out do you think here's a theory for you? What do you think of this? <clears throat> and feel free to uh, to shoot it down. The one thing that we really haven't seen in, in a long time, and really kind of like ever, is um, at at the end of one botcon, basically announcing the exclusives for next year's botcon to kind of keep it keep momentum going. What do you think about uh, next year doing the first of a series of combiners? And even if it's not maybe the main box set, maybe it's the ad show exclusives. Like at the end of BotCon, they go ahead and reveal the next combiner kind of to be released. Oh, man, that, that's a love-hate thing right there. I, I would love to know what we're getting ahead of time, but I would hate to wait the, the year to get it if I love it. Agreed. I agree. I, I, think, uh, I think, too, like once we get around to, like you say, Bruticus, yeah, there's easily like three or four recolors just in him alone. Um, even like wacky stuff like uh, Build King or something like that, just kind of like off the wall. What do you think of? What do you think of this? We gotta face. We gotta face the facts here. At some point, we may be looking at shattered glass combiners. Yay or nay? Oh, there are so many other other things that they could do first that I want to see. I'm not opposed to shattered glass, but I mean, l- let's get our G2 stuff first. I agree. I agree totally. Hey, what are your uh, what are your expectations if we get so far? All the almost all the rumors we've gotten of every kind for combined wars have turned out to be true. The one that's kind of been lingering for, I would say easily months, almost from the beginning is that we would get eventually a computron. Uh, if that, if that comes to, if that comes to be, do you have high expectations, low expectations? What do you, I, I mean, in your mind, 
do you think that they can pull off a Computron um, well? Well, Computron is easily my favorite Autobot combiner, so I have high hopes. But, I mean, I, I look at Superion, and there is no way that a Superion should be that good. I see what you're saying. Defensor looks like he's going to be fantastic, so they have it in them definitely to make an outstanding Computron. Yeah, I agree, and I think if you look at like the bar, like you say, like the bar they've kind of set, uh, Minasaur is the weakest one, but he's not bad. No, he's not. So if we get a Computron, do you think the natural kind of play right after that is an Abominus? Could you see them like kind of transitioning to some beast teams? Absolutely, and I, I really hope they do because I, I like the Terracons. But, I mean, if you're – there are a couple of those beast modes that they could – you kind of kind of squint and you could see other characters that you can get out of that. Okay, so last question for the show uh, for this week. Let's talk about uh, – or last subject. Let's talk about the Titan class for Combiner Wars. So we've seen a ton of Devastator – uh, first, what are your? We're starting to see more and more in hand shots, and I think to everybody's shock, he seems bigger in every picture we get. Like every time we get him, he's grown by like five inches. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what are your thoughts on him? What are your thoughts on, on what we've seen to date for De- uh, Devastator? And specifically, I want to get your thoughts on like his like scale. Is he too big? What do you think? That's kind of. I, I would love to have a Devastator that's a little closer. To, to the other combiners, but I'm not completely off put by him just being you know massive. I mean he's he's made out of out of six construction vehicles. This would be a huge a huge robot anyway. I mean you know so would the aerial bots I guess. But uh, I'm I kind of actually like that he's Titan class. You definitely have to like look at you have to look at him and kind of like this toy line kind of as its own. Thing to really kind of accept that um, it's definitely. I think I think it's one of those things where I kind of need to see him in person. I need to see. I need to almost like have him in hand to feel like if he's just beyond all reason and far as far as like size goes. But from a toy standpoint, he looks he looks pretty awesome. Um, so, say uh, we're gonna get uh, say he's a big hit, and we know we're probably gonna get at least one G two. Redeco of him. Yeah, we'll, we'll at least see the yellow one somewhere. Yes, yeah. yes, and that rumor's already out there that it's um, a Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we get another Titan class combiner team, um, do you have any thoughts on what that could possibly be? Could that be a place where we see Predaking of all things? Hmm. I don't know. I think Predaking is enough of a well-known character that, I mean, you know, they, they'd shoot for retail with that one. I think if... Hmm. I'm trying that's, to That's think. tough. I mean, I, I can't see them making mold-specific stuff for for uh, Comic-Con, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, w- whatever we get at Comic-Con, we're going to get a version of it at retail, too. Right. I it, could see now if they... You know, eventually, if we get to a Monstructor... I could mm-hmm. see a Dino King San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Yeah, I could almost see um, – and kind of related to that, I was thinking – I was trying to think of like combiners that warrant a Titan class uh, size, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, here's the thing. I don't know like how 
I don't know how much name value is in um, in Piranicon, but he is technically a six member team. You know, he is like he does have the at least the Japanese version. Yes, so they're both kind of along the same the same thread. Is that you get you get that extra kind of bonus figure in there if that's one of the things that they look for in building a Titan class combiner. You know, yeah. So uh, uh, Piranicon would also work with really well with the uh, with the current because I mean we're we're getting uh, like Target Master partners already. That's Uh, true. So very true. So Melvar, any. any final thoughts on Superion, Minasaur, or kind of the future of Combiner Wars? Uh, as far as the future goes, I mean, I hope they hold the course because I think they're doing great. Um, Minasaur, definitely a lot better in hand than the pictures led us to believe. Uh, I actually pre-ordered the uh, Perfect Effect upgrade kit, and now that I have him and I have him set up the way I want, I'm actually thinking about canceling that pre-order. Yeah, I don't ta- really think I need it. Are you talking? You're talking about basically the torso upgrades. Yes, the torso upgrades. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of on that note. I'm not. Uh, I'm not as disgusted by Minasaur's head as I was based on the pictures. Like everything is everything's better about him once I actually had him in hand. Yeah, he does have dull surprise face, and and the horns are more Viking than they should be. But I mean, I, I still have him pointed forward a little bit, and I'm happy with him. Um, okay, so on that note, I think we're both happy. We're all happy. You should be happy if you have Superion and Minasaur. Um, before we go, I just want to let you guys get, uh, know, I want to remind you that this show is sponsored by you. If you go to tfradio.net, click on the Amazon link and do your normal Amazon shopping, you don't have to buy anything extra. You don't have to buy anything um, that you would normally. But when you check out, if you use our link, a couple of dimes pennies and nickels they go to brian to keep the lights on and so just by clicking the amazon link at tfradio.net you support the show and you um, are helping us keep this thing going so until next time this is john for melvar everyone thanks for listening we will see you next time